This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi again, everybody. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings from Studio B on Airline Drive. Sean Kelly with you, and uh, we are on the Monday now after the NFL Draft. Deep breath, everybody. I know it was a busy uh, couple of days uh, for folks around here, and for you too, Saints fans. A lot to consume, and I think, for the most part, uh, everyone outside of this building is pretty pleased with how things went. I know inside this building, they're very pleased with how things went over the weekend. Uh, it was it was pretty incredible to watch uh, the Saints make six picks there uh, between days one and two. So rounds one and three, and then another pick, obviously, on Saturday, and then all the work that went into the signing of an undrafted free aging class. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But John DeShazer will be here today to kind of put a, a ribbon on the NFL draft for us as far as the Saints go, J.D., it was uh, not only in Philadelphia on Thursday for round one, but then he was on the broadcast on NewOrleansaints.com Friday and Saturday. So he's got a great handle on, on of course, the Saints draft, which uh, featured seven players. He'll join us today to kind of give us his thoughts. And I'll probably have him help us uh, kind of launch into the rest of the offseason. He's uh, very aware of the Saints calendar and what comes next for the black and gold uh, after such a busy, busy stretch that uh, started back in in free agency. So we've got that today. And then uh, after John uh, stops by, I want to replay for you our first conversations with uh, at least two of the newest Saints. Probably we'll, we'll visit with the two first-round picks, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, the cornerback out of Ohio State, and Ryan Ramchick, the uh, offensive tackle from the University of Wisconsin. We were able to visit with both of those guys on the telephone not too long after their selection was made on our um, – Saints draft, Saints draft live show on NewOrleansaints.com. So some of you may have heard that. Uh, you'll get a second listen today on the Black and Blue Report. Others may not have been able to hear those, those very first conversations uh, with those two guys. We were able to visit with the four selected on uh, Friday night as well. And I want to say that tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, Daniel Salerson may feature one or two more of those. The common thread throughout all of the phone conversations And I'll just say, I won't name names, I'll just say in years prior that sometimes the conversation was, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say grade A. This year, all of them were grade A. I think it gave us great insight into who these players are. And and the thread that I seemingly uh, found myself going through was the fact that uh, all of these guys seem to be extremely intelligent um, and very good on their feet in a in a, an emotional situation, obviously as as draft nights can go. And so uh, that just alone, that right there, told me a lot about the uh, the newest guys coming. So that's our show for today. I'll, I'll preview tomorrow's final black and blue report of the season uh, before we wrap up on this Monday as well. Okay, without further ado, here is the official list now on this Monday of the twelve undrafted free agents signed by the New Orleans Saints uh, after the. Uh, seventh round of the draft was completed on Saturday, and I guess this probably carried into Sunday as as well. The first guy, and I want to note this, he's first on my on my on my on my page here, um, not because he's alphabetically first, but also from what I can gather uh, from our folks here in the building is that this is the guy they wanted 
most out of the undrafted free agent class. Like, like if we get anybody, we've got to get this kid here. And so that kid is Colin Buchanan, a guard out of uh, Miami of Ohio, 6'5", 328 pounds. He was a four-year letterman for the Red Hawks, played in 45 games uh, along the uh, offensive line, primarily at right tackle. He's from Southfield, Michigan. He ended up being a second-team All-Max selection as a senior this past fall. Uh, he started 12 games at right tackle this past fall, and uh, that Miami of Ohio offensive line uh, helped them run for an average of 136.3 yards per game. So Colin Buchanan, guard, is a name you'll really want to watch out for uh, here for the Saints throughout the offseason as we head toward training camp. All right, also on the list, Chase Dominguez, long snapper, Utah. Uh, a lot of you will re- remember um, Traven Doral, wide receiver, Louisiana State, four-year member of the LSU Tigers. He's 6'2", 207 pounds. Ahmad Fullwood, wide receiver, Florida. And uh, he is noteworthy, uh, having played in 13 games, one start for, for the Gators as a senior. Uh, he had seven catches and a touchdown his uh, final season in Gainesville. Uh, Devereaux Lawrence, defensive tackle, Auburn University. He's from Greenville, South Carolina. Played in 28 games at defensive tackle over the last two seasons for Auburn. 45 tackles, uh, one and a half sacks. Played in 11 games just this last fall before suffering a season-ending knee injury in the Alabama game. But he's good to go. And again, we'll see him throughout the offseason. Let's see here. Andrew Lauderdale, offensive lineman, New Hampshire, 6'5", 221 pounds. Cameron Lee, guard, Illinois State, 6'6", 320. Arthur, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say his last name. I may mispronounce it. I haven't met him yet to ask officially, but I'll give you two different pronunciations as to what it might be. Um, and I want to make sure that I, I say both, this is a New Orleans kid. And so this, uh, I think this is significant. Uh, it's either going to be Arthur uh, Mallet or Arthur Mallet. He's uh, from uh, Memphis, University of Memphis. But more importantly, he's a Kenner native who prepped at Bonneville High School. Uh, played both offense and, uh, or excuse me, off, uh, played both defense and special teams for two seasons. 13 games played in all for the Memphis Tigers. 73 tackles, 57 solo. Again, Arthur, Arthur Mallet, or Mallet, cornerback uh, Memphis, 5'10, 190 pounds. John Robinson would get. Fullback, UMass, uh, Say Tautu, that's T-A-U-T-U, Say Tautu, uh, signed as a linebacker out of uh, Brigham Young University. Cameron Tom, center, Southern Miss, 6'4", 287, two-time, first-team, all-conference USA selection. He's a Baton Rouge native who prepped at Catholic High and, again, goes on to play for Southern Miss. And then also an offensive lineman, Clint Van Horn, Guard, Marshall University, uh, played both guard and tackle. Three-year starter at right tackle for the Thundering Herd. He's from Beckley, West Virginia. That's up near the Greenbrier. Uh, Beckley, West Virginia, a former walk-on who ended up starting nine games at right tackle in 2016 um, and also a first-team all-conference USA selection. So, again, here are the 12 names. Colin Buchanan, Chase Dominguez, Traven Durrell from LSU, Ahmad Fullwood from Florida, Devereaux Lawrence, Auburn University, Andrew Lauderdale, New Hampshire, Cameron Lee, guard of Illinois State, Arthur Mallet, the Kenner native uh, who played at, Ken, uh, at Memphis, rather, John Robinson would get fullback UMass, uh, Say Tautu, linebacker, Brigham Young University, 
Cameron Tom, the center from Southern Miss, and then Clint Van Horn, guard marshal. All that information will be up uh, later on this afternoon at NewOrleansSaints.com. The Saints will also officially release this uh, to the media uh, sometime on this Monday afternoon, but you've got it right here, segment one of today's Black and Blue Report podcast. Okay, we'll look back at the uh, seven rounds of the NFL draft as they pertain to the New Orleans Saints and the uh, selections and thoughts uh, from John DeShazer when we continue after this. The future is bright for our New Orleans Pelicans with the addition of all-star DeMarcus Cousins, along with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. The time is now to become a Pelican season ticket holder. For a limited time, receive a food and beverage gift card worth up to $600. So don't miss out on any of the action. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today and win the night. Staying informed before and after a storm is critical. Hello, I'm Dave Mason, Entergy lineman and safety specialist. Sign up for text alerts by downloading the free Entergy app. If the power goes out, we'll keep you informed with outage maps and alerts. You can also visit EntergyStormCenter.com where you can learn how we are preparing for the storm and how you can prepare. That's EntergyStormCenter.com. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. John DeShazer joins us now here on the Black and Blue Report. We are ready to get his take on uh, Saints Draft 2017, which uh, was uh, pretty fast and furious there on Thursday and Friday with six picks in the first three rounds, seven picks in all. And, uh, John, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the draft is over. <laughs> Uh, but there was a lot to take in, and I thought I thought some fun things to start to kick around with regard to this year's draft class. What about you? Yeah, um, yeah, I too am glad that it's over. But uh, yeah, the uh, the Saints seem to to be able to, to work in some guys that they really like. Uh, was it as sexy as a draft could have been? Well, not because you know the defensive end that everybody thought the Saints was going to were going to the first round simply was not there grade-wise. So, you you know, you'd rather trust your scouting department than just reach for a player. And yet, it seems as if they came away with some guys that they feel pretty comfortable with not just making the roster, but being able to make significant contributions. And, and that's what you're always hoping for. Before I kind of run through those new guys, John, is there a favorite? Do you have one at this point? Oh, Alvin Kamara, the, the running back in the third round, is my favorite. Just because of it seems the excitement that 
is kind of, you know, with the coaching staff regarding Kamara. I mean, when they start tossing around the the whole, you know, this is a, a, a Reggie Bush slash Darren Sproles type for this offense, we know what those two particular players meant for the Saints offense when they played for this team. So to finally be able to hopefully get another guy to fill that road after Sproles was traded a couple of years ago really lends something to this offense now. Obviously, you feel like Marshawn Lattimore is going to play a lot as a cornerback. If he if he is what everyone believes he is, and when he you know came off the board at number 11, the Saints said they were willing to even trade up a couple of spots to be able to get him, and he just happened to tumble down the board to him. So he is he could be even at the number 11 overall pick, he could be a value pick considering you know there was some draft that had him projected in the top five. But you know Alvin Kamara is the guy to me because he just seems to be, I don't want to say a new toy for the Saints offense, and yet I guess that's, that's kind of the way I, I do look at it. He's a new toy for that offense, and if you're losing a Brandon Cooks, well, you want to have somebody who gives you some of that shot value. Now, Ted Ginn's the guy who should be able to stretch defenses, but more than that, I think Alvin Kamara is the guy who makes people miss, and the Saints, I believe, have missed that element of guys being able to juke defenders and not be tackled, you know, one-on-one, that kind of thing. I think he gives them that element. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see exactly how he's going to fit with this offense. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, John, no team is going to say, well, unless you're the Buffalo Bills, no team is going to say that, you know, that we had a horrible draft. Uh, this seems rather genuine, though, on the New Orleans Saints side as to what they feel about, you know, the way the whole weekend went. Yeah, I mean, and especially after last year, I mean, five draft picks last year, all five, uh, not just made the team, but made pretty significant contributions. The lone guy maybe being running back Daniel Lasko, the seventh-round pick, and that was just because he got injured, because before he got injured, he was a vital part of, of, of the special teams unit and a really good player uh, in terms of special teams. Things feel like they've got some guys who can come in and contribute even the later picks, the defensive end, you know, one in the third-round, Trey Hendrickson, the other in the sixth-round, al um, Muhammad should be guys, uh, excuse me, Quadeen Muhammad should be guys that if they can't contribute significant snaps in the rotation, they still are at a prime position to where they might have opportunities to make this team and obviously contribute on special teams, but you'd like to see them out on the field in the rotation opposite Cam Jordan or maybe even backing up Cam Jordan at defensive end. Both of those guys might have great chances to make this team at right defensive end. They should have some chances to hopefully back up Cam Jordan at left defensive end. Maybe they're even versatile enough to move up and down the line. I think Hendrickson is the guy who is capable of sliding inside in obvious passing situations and giving you some rush from that angle. So you can't have too many guys who can rush the passer. No doubt, no doubt. And I think Saints fans wanted that uh, to be a big chunk of, of this draft. John, you talked to pretty much everyone, and I and I was able to speak with several of them, uh, whether in conversation with the newest Saints or if you look at their backgrounds, all of these guys, most of these guys uh, seem to be very sharp individuals. Uh, and in yeah. fact, uh, uh, what's his name? Alex uh, Anzalone. <laughs> I didn't know this. I just heard this story this morning. Uh, you know, he played at Florida. Uh, I think both of his parents are, are, are doctors. They're certainly in the medical field. He was offered Notre Dame. I think he was offered Stanford as well. Um, and then two questions were asked. Number one, um, why didn't you go? 
Uh, and number two was, um, did you get in? Did, you know, not only were you offered, but did you get in? And the answer was, uh, yes, I did get into Stanford. Yes, I did get into Notre Dame. I just chose Florida because both of my parents did their medical training in Florida, and, and the SEC was alluring as well. Um, that's pretty impressive. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that he had, I guess, that academic firepower to him. Yeah, several of these kids seem to be not just, you know, really good football players, but, you know, academics as well, you know, in terms of could have earned academic scholarships, you know, um, GPA, high GPAs. And that's the way the NFL is now, and especially when you're talking about teams, you know, offensively as complex as the Saints can be and maybe as complex as Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, wants to be defensively. I mean, you have to have guys who – are adaptable, not just you know, you know, not just football sense, but book sense, because you've got to be able to pick it up on the board and then be able to hopefully apply it on the field. You've got to be able to learn it first, and they seem to have guys who are fast learners in terms of book sense, in terms of football sense. They got to have that functional football knowledge. You know, sometimes you'll see guys who aren't necessarily the sharpest knives in the drawer, so to speak, when it comes to academics, but they're really good football players. These guys seem to be really sharp in both areas, and I don't think you can you can overstress that enough. John DeShazer here with us from NewOrleansSaints.com. We call him Senior Chief. John, what other reflections do you have about the weekend, whether it be maybe what you saw uh, in the NFC South uh, overall or uh, perhaps what the Saints did with their undrafted free agent class? We, we mentioned those 12 names in our first segment of today's show. Uh, what, will you, what will it be, other than, of course, your, your fondness for the uh, running back from Tennessee – what will be your biggest takeaway from the three days in all? Well, I, I do like the picks of the two defensive backs, Lattimore, the cornerback, and Marcus Williams, the safety. Uh, you know, obviously to help the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore is the guy who, you know, should immediately be able to step in and play because the Saints has, you know, a need at cornerback. And so he should be a guy who's able to step in and play. Marcus Williams being a good center fielder, a guy who can, you know, create turnovers in terms of interceptions, 10 uh, interceptions combined this last two seasons, eight pass breakups at Utah. So, you know, he seems to be a guy who's able to, to get to the ball and get his hands on it, and that's something that you need to have for the Saints against everybody. But now the way that the NFC South is stacking up, we know what Atlanta has in the passing game led by Julio Jones. Now Tampa Bay is ramping up because they already had Mike Williams, and then they get, they'll go out and get the free agent Deshaun Jackson, and then they add in the tight end O.J. Howard, in the draft, so he's going to be problematic. Now Carolina comes, and they draft Christian McCaffrey, the, the versatile running back. Well, he goes along with Kelvin Benjamin, the receiver, and Greg Olson, the tight end, and Devin Funches, the big wide receiver. So now they add more weapons uh, to their passing game. So you got to be able to defend the pass, and the Saints hopefully added two guys that can help them in that secondary, in that effort to be able to defend the pass because, you know, you've got to be able to cover these guys. And I don't know, you know, hopefully – you get the proper pressure up front so you don't have to cover them extended periods of time because the fact of the matter is you can't match up against Julio Jones forever. You know, mm-hmm. he's an eye blink away from busting 180 yards. So you got to be able to apply pressure to the quarterback also. And the Saints, I believe, feel like they can do so with the players that they already have on the roster. But in case you can't, you have to have people who are capable of covering and they believe that they got a couple of guys in the draft that will help that secondary unit be able to cover. And so, you know, Lattimore and Williams will come in and should be playing some 
some pretty big roles early. I know Williams will come in, and obviously he'll be behind Kenny Vaccaro and Vaughn Bell and Raphael Bush. But we know that Dennis Allen likes to employ a lot of safeties. He likes to use safeties, number one. And number two, like any other position on, on this team or every other position that seems defensively especially, guys have gotten injured these last couple of years. So you have to have quality depth. And so these guys will hopefully come in and not just be in for depth, but certainly if you do get some guys hurt, you have some quality guys that you can use. John DeShazer, uh, we've had free agency now. We've had the draft. We've had the uh, college free agents taken care of. The schedule's been released. Um, what do we do now until training camp? <laughs> well, there could still be a couple of, you know, I, I, I don't even want to, you know, slight them, but, you know, kind of bargain basement kind of free agents. I mean, there are guys who will remain on the market who probably felt like they were going to get more lucrative offers than they have gotten so far. So now the reality begins to set in. And now it's like, oh, not only did I not get the offer I was expecting, but I have not had an offer at all. So now might be the time that the Saints can swoop in and pick up some guys who are veterans but who and who are free agents but who have not gotten the deals that they had hoped or had thought they might be able to get. Now's the time you're able to go in and pick up a couple of, of those guys to add to your depth. I know Adrian Peterson kind of beat that deadline by getting signed before the draft, but there are other guys on the market who will be available, who are available, who can probably help a team, NFL veteran, and yet they remain unsigned because they probably overvalued themselves a little bit. Now that the draft in free agency, the first phase of free agency are over, now that the dollars are dwindling, maybe you can get a bargain basement guy who can come in and help you out. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, enjoy a little downtime, sir. I hope you get some. Uh, well, it's there to be had. Uh, you know, OTAs and mini camps and all that kind of stuff. But at least, uh, at least we're not on the road, so you know <laughs> that's that's a positive. That is certainly a positive. I think all positive here on this Monday. Uh, we'll hear from Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchek here as we continue on this Monday. The Black and Blue Report uh, rolls on in just a moment. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Are you ready for a slimmer and trimmer you? Smoothie King's new and improved Slim and Trim meal replacement smoothies are here. Now with just 250 or fewer calories per 20-ounce cup, they're slimmer and trimmer than ever. Keep your diet on track and feel fuller longer with at least 11 grams of protein and 6 grams of fiber. Add Smoothie King to your diet today with new and improved Slim and Trim smoothies in three delicious flavors. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Diet and weight loss depend on individual needs, eating right, and exercising daily. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Okay, good stuff there from John DeShazer. A lot to consume. And, of course, uh, the Saints offseason will now enter a new phase uh, here this week. All right, back on our Saints draft live show on NewOrleansSaints.com Thursday night. Jabari Greer and myself hosted, and we had a chance to visit with the two uh, first-round draft choices of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, let's go ahead and get our first uh, conversation here for you. Uh, up and running. It is our phone call from, or two rather, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback from the Ohio State University. 
as uh, he joined us on NewOrleansSaints.com as the newest member of the New Orleans Saints. And as you can see, Marshawn coming up to us right now. Marshawn, first, thank you for coming with us. And um, second, welcome to Ohio State South in New Orleans. Uh, what do you think about joining two former teammates, Michael Thomas and Vaughn Bell, and another former Buckeye, Ted Ginn Jr., with the Saints? Former Glenville player, too. Uh, it's just a family there. You know, I got a family there with Mike and uh, Ted and, and Vaughn. So, you know, I'm excited to get there, man. And I'm just happy to be in the locker room with them guys again. <laughs> you know, Marshawn, we see that um, previously you've talked to New Orleans media already. You, you said you like, a, a, you're a guy who likes to be a press corner. The Saints obviously need some secondary help. But what else will you bring to this team? Man, just a hard working man. Somebody that's going to produce. You know, somebody that's going to, you know, give his, his heart, you know, Weekend and went out week week out, you know, on the uh, football field. So man, that's what they're gonna get. Yeah. What was the draft process like for you? I mean, you know, you get the mock drafts and you get high projections, you get lower projections. What was the draft process like for you? Man, throughout the uh, closing weeks, I was getting top five, top six, you know, reports from the mock drafts. But you know, you for uh, future players, man, stay away from the mock drafts because they <laughs> they don't be nowhere near like what's going on. So man, just. Keep your, your head clear and don't think you're going somewhere because, uh, you know, it might not happen. But, you know, uh, just enjoy. I, I try to enjoy it, man. I was going from place to place, though, you know. And I was just ready to celebrate it with my family right now. So. We know that you had some injury issues at, at Ohio State, battled through some injuries and able to play through them. How do you feel physically right now? Good, 100%. Now, uh, you mentioned the Ohio State guys, and specifically Ted Ginn Jr., a guy who played at Glenville High. Um, you were a guy who followed in his footsteps at Glenville. What's the process going to be like, to, I guess, to, to join him? He's a little bit older, obviously, but yeah, a guy that you know a lot about. Uh, man, I, I just want to, you know, take the knowledge from him. He's been in the game for a long time. So, you know, I want to um, embrace him in the locker room and uh, Von Bell and just get those older guys that's going to help me out and they're uh, going to take care of me. So, that. I got three right now that I know I can go to for anything, but I'm still looking, you know, for older vets, you know, in the locker room to, you know, to, to latch on to. So, I mean, I'm ready. You know, speaking of Vaughn, he was a guy who played a lot of snaps as a rookie for the uh, Saints, a lot of valuable time. Was Has he been able to speak to you, and, and what are some of the things that he's been able to talk to you about? Uh, I talked to him a little bit, but not much about, you know, the whole thing. Just, you know, the he just tell me, you know, congrats, you know, all that type of stuff. And, just the combine, but I haven't spoken to him about New Orleans or anything like that. So, I mean, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, to speaking to him. I know they're probably calling me. I don't have my phones right now. I know they're calling me, but, you know, we, we're going to see, you know, what I can learn from those guys. So. Well, guys, that's Marshawn Lattimore. We thank Marshawn for staying with us. I mean, it's been a long day for him and his family, but it ends up the right way. He becomes a saint. He's going to join that secondary, and he's going to do some big things in New Orleans. All right, stay with us. We're going to take one last break, and when we come back, we'll visit with uh, selection number 32 of the first round, the second overall pick by the Saints, and that's Wisconsin lineman Ryan Ramchek. We'll do that and then wrap up today's Black and Blue Report after this. A new concert from Pink Floyd's visionary, Roger Waters, Us and Them. Saturday, July 8th, Smoothie King Center. Featuring songs from Pink Floyd's greatest albums, live in extraordinary quad sound. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. 
If you don't want to miss out on any of the action, get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus text with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. I'm Jerry Robson, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to our podcast this Monday. Uh, let's get you the second phone call from Thursday night, as promised. Our conversation with new Saints offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek from the University of Wisconsin. Well, Sean, we are here with the second of the Saints first-round draft picks tonight. Uh, Ryan Ramchek, number 32 overall, uh, circu- circuitous route to the NFL. Four schools in all total. Yeah, it was uh, it was a heck of a ride. Went to a bunch of different schools, but you know, loved every step of it, and glad glad I'm here now. Yeah. Now you were telling us earlier. You kind of found out a little something about yourself during that route. What did you find out about yourself? Yeah, you know, I found out that, you know, I'm, I'm a really self-motivated person and, um, you know, I can persevere and, uh, you know, battle through things. So, um, you know, it's, it's good. First thing we have to ask you, are you familiar at all with the Saints and, and what is your level of familiarity with them? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not too familiar. Obviously, you know, growing up, I hear a lot of Drew Brees and, uh, you know, you acquired – Adrian Peterson, so you know two two great great guys, and love to play for him. Now, Coach Sean Payton said going into this draft, he wanted to come out of it with a young offensive lineman. Obviously, uh, right tackle Zach Streif is a guy who's been in the league 11 years. This will be his 12th season. Uh, just what are your thoughts about you played a lot of left tackle at Wisconsin, but maybe flipping over to the right side? Yeah, absolutely. You know, whatever the team needs, and um, you know, I, I think I'm athletic enough to be able to flip sides and, um, you know, look forward to playing play wherever they put me. You mentioned Drew Brees, obviously, and Adrian Peterson, um, two legends in the game, The uh, I guess the leading active passer and leading active rusher in the NFL. But also the Saints are a team that's had uh, no less than the top six offense uh, since 2006 since Sean, Coach Sean Payton came. Um, who do you get the call from tonight, and, and what do they tell you about, you know, what they, their expectations are? Um, you know, I got the call and was so excited. And you know, just to just to be given this opportunity to go and play for a team like that, an organization like that, is is truly incredible. And um, you know, I can't wait to to go out there and start working hard and and earn my spot. You, again, we, we mentioned you played a lot of left tackle. Are you pretty adaptable to play in the right side? Yeah, I think so. You know, played a lot of left, but um, you know. Tackle position is a tackle position, and I think I can flip, you know, pretty easily. Sean, again, that's Ryan Ramchek, the second of the Saints' two first-round draft picks tonight, number 32 overall in the first round. The Saints complete their draft process. They get the young offensive lineman they're looking for. They get the cornerback they're looking for. All right, some excited guys. Obviously, uh, we were ex- we were excited too, and uh, certainly excited what about about what happened on Friday night. Uh, I think tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, Daniel is going to select a couple of those phone calls whether it be from um, uh, Marcus Williams, also from Ohio State, uh, perhaps the Anzalone kid, the linebacker from Florida. That was a fun conversation, too. Uh, that's going to be on the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Also tomorrow, as Daniel wraps up our Black and Blue Report season, yes, it's coming to a close. It'll be our final podcast uh, until we get to uh, Saints training camp in late July. 
So therefore, we want to kind of also set the table for the Pelicans offseason. Daniel will visit with Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com and uh, kind of give us a, uh, a look ahead here for the Pelicans offseason as uh, there's a lot of work to be done, as you full well know. And uh, Daniel and Jim will talk about that on tomorrow's show. Daniel also may have a special guest tomorrow. Um, that is still kind of in flux, but it could be, I mean, a dynamite way to, to end our, our season and have our, our final podcast. All right, uh, real quick, uh, prayers, best wishes for our good friend J.J. Robertson, who, uh, uh, this makes me smile even say it, was able to receive a liver transplant over the weekend. Uh, if any of you know this process, uh, I do with my family. This is a, this is a very, not, not tenuous, this is a, a very important time. Monitoring now how that organ and, and Jarius uh, take to each other, making sure everything goes smoothly. We did get a tweet and some word over the weekend that surgery went well, and, uh, and now we're in that time of uh, kind of just patiently waiting to see how this how this takes and goes. And so uh, some prayers and all of our best wishes here in the building to uh, Jarius as he uh, continues that fight. But this is a huge, huge uh, step to his long-term health, and uh, we couldn't be more happy for him. And again, Let's not forget all the work he did leading up to the surgery about bringing awareness to organ donation. If you or a member of your family um, can do this for someone else in the event of something tragic happening, uh, please give it consideration. Please have the conversation in your family um, and know just how, uh, how important and how wonderful the gift of organ donation in life is. Uh, that we've seen again take place again here with someone close to us. On that note, we say goodbye to you on this Monday. Thanks again to John DeShazer, uh, Daniel Sowerson as well, for tracking down those phone calls from our new Saints over the weekend. And uh, we're off and running here during this first week. Don't forget all the information you need about the 12 undrafted free agents signed by the Saints over the weekend can be found at NewOrleansSaints.com. Have a great rest of your Monday, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.